Welcome back to another episode of the CTE Podcast. This one's special. We got our boy Jacob Witt, fellow NGU alum with us. And we're going to be talking draft for basically the next month. It's going <laughs> to be here with draft. us for a month. Yeah. yeah. A so whole he, month. He will be here. Um, and and he'll be back some more after that. Oh, yeah. No yeah. question. Maybe. We'll, we'll definitely get him in. This is his tryout episode. If he's If he sucks, he's not coming back next week either. He doesn't know that. If but. I suck, just trash the podcast. Yeah. We'll Not even fire. just me. Just give him a bunch of terrible reviews on Spotify. Yeah, we'll fire you from our staff. We'll either fire you or give you a pay cut. So. You know what? Yeah, Joe Nichols is on our staff. So he, he's on our staff. So yeah. if he can do it, you can do it. No, hey, guys. For real. Thank you guys for having me. Yes, sir. Yeah, true honor. So glad to see you here. Hear okay. you. Welcome to the CT family, brother. All right. Thank you. Random question for you guys. What does it smell like underwater? What does it smell like underwater? Yeah. All right. Can, can, I ask, <laughs> can I ask what kind of water are we talking about? That's it. That's it, though. Like It, it depends, man. If you in dirty water, murky water, what's it smell like? Sewage, dirt. What's up? Dirt, bro. It's got that dirt smell. The lake. Lake Greenwood, it smells like decaying bodies. If you know, you know. Oh, we got in there 100%. We were in there all the time, all the time. Well, how do you, how would you smell underwater? I guess you'd have to ask someone who's drowned. Mm. They don't fish. They definitely breathe in water if they drowned. So, yeah, they would know. I mean, honestly, I guess it's kind of like before you jump in, you're like, man. You get a little smell of this, and that's what it smells. That's just like. smelling the air around the water. Are you really yeah. smelling the water? You're not, but you can't. The smell so we're gonna find someone who's drowned. In the, the only person that though. can answer that question is Aquaman. Yeah, right. Well, he's gonna say fish because mm. didn't What's he like fish? Feel like him, or is that something from the boys? That's the boys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean. I guess it's just the air around it. I guess you can't really smell water. Chlorine. As long as we know that it's wet. Salt. I don't yeah. really care what it smells like. Water is. Water's wet. Water's not wet. Water's we don't not have to get into that. Water. Water's not wet. <laughs> so you're saying water's not wet, but it makes things wet? Yeah, hold on. It, what? Make, it makes things wet. Yeah. Then how is it not wet? Because it's... <laughs> it's... Okay, think about it this way. Is it's, fire burnt? No, mm-hmm. fire makes things burnt. Mm-hmm. That's fair. That's, that's the most point. convincing argument for this that I've ever heard. I was actually, yeah, yeah, that's that probably was, the best argument. That was pretty good. Remember, sure you win this round for sure. All right. Are y'all excited for this natty tomorrow night? Did y'all think that UNC would be here? What? I said, y'all ready? Are y'all ready for this natty tomorrow night? Did you think UNC would be here? I mean, I said before the bracket started that UNC was going to make a run. I said, book it. I said that on the pod. He did. I didn't think this was going to happen, but hey. Had UNC losing first round. What? Did they play first round? At age super Marquette. 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 Mm -hmm. I had him him losing to Baylor, but I did. Whatever. I had him in my lead eight losing there. You know, honestly, when this whole UNC Duke matchup 
happened and it got all hyped up, I was thinking to myself, this is definitely rigged. They're going to yeah. give it to Coach K. It might have been rigged, but. Caleb Love did not get the memo. Yeah. Caleb Love said, screw the rig. I'm here to win. I mean, if Sam Howell would have played, they would have won by 50. So, I'm just saying. Hey, we'll, we'll, we'll get into Sam Howell. We'll, we'll get into that. All right. His college career is over. Carolina, the real Carolina, ended that for him. Yeah, they did. Absolutely massacred them boys in the bowl game. Yeah. It is what it is. All right. So we're talking QBs for this draft class. And I guess we can start this off with Malik Willis. Yeah. I'll save my thoughts and let y'all go. Uh, Let's go wit since you – yeah. yeah. Starting with a guest first. All right, man. Question I have for you boys is, I feel like we all know, like right now, Malik is the consensus number one. Going into the season, people were like hyping him up a little bit, but then there were doubts. You had like Kenny Pickett number one, but after the senior bowl, it seems like everybody is saying Malik is number one. And so I want to know what you guys think. Like, should he be the number one QB? Is that what we're starting with Malik? I know what Cam's going to say, but I want to know what Sawyer and Trey think. For me, it's not. I'm not going to say who is my number one yet. Something that kind of concerns me about Malik, bro, and before I started really looking into this, I was like, you know, his play style and his size don't match up for me. I don't – I mean, he's, he looks like he's a huge dude, but he's really not. He's only 6'1". I just – I'm not huge on Malik Willis. From a fantasy standpoint, I am. But I don't think he's going to be the best NFL quarterback out of this class, especially not we, especially not year one, especially not year one. I think you're on to something there, though, because I was talking about you guys with this earlier. I think he's Jalen Hurts part two. Like yeah. I think he's going to be a guy that, I mean, with his rushing upside, like he's going to be a fantasy at least QB two most weeks because he's going to rush like crazy. Mm-hmm. But. I think the whole time they're going to be saying, like, is Malik going to be the starter? Same thing. Gardner Minshew is going to be his backup. You heard it here first, calling it. Gardner Minshew backing up Malik Willis in two years. Where's, where's he going to land, Malik? What do you think? <laughs> I don't think the Panthers are going to do it. I think there's going to be trades this year, man. People have been, like, trashing this QB class, but I think that there will be at least four or five QBs taken in the first round. Okay. You think the Steelers are going to draft a quarterback? You think they're Absolutely. going to roll with Mitch? Mitch is the bridge, man. I think they'll get a guy that's going to sit for a year. Okay. Mm. I don't hate that. I've seen some mock drafts that are, that are putting Malik Willis as high as two. Detroit. They're paying golf so much money. Are they going to trade him? I like that though. Like I think Mal- I think everybody in this class needs to sit. Like I'll go ahead and say that. Like I think mm-hmm. this is not as bad of a QB class as people are saying, but I don't think anybody is ready to like Mm-mm. lead a team off the jump. Yeah. I don't know why we're requiring that from rookie QBs. You but, shouldn't be. Yeah, I mean, like even I mean, people have been trashing this QB class, but look at last year's. That was supposed to be like the best QB class that has ever been. And who did well? Yeah. Trey Lance, who played one game. 
I mean, that's so. I mean, I, I don't know why we're requiring that for rookie QBs, but mm-hmm. I think I think the Lions would be a good landing spot for him. I think he needs to be somewhere where you can kind of like sit back, learn from a vet, and then be worked in. Yeah, I agree. Um, here's my thing on Malik Willis. Um, so like this new era of football is like you got a lot of guys who a lot of QBs that just love to scramble. You think of scrambling QBs, think of, you think of Lamar, you think of Kyler Murray. But those aren't the guys who are have been taking teams to the to the Super Bowl. Like you think of QBs that win it, they're pocket passers, bro. Yep. So I don't know how how well he's going to translate to the NFL when you know a lot of his game is not pocket presence; it's just scramble. Which obviously, mm-hmm. again, we know that those QBs can win. Kyler Murray, he had the potential to lead the Cardinals in a playoff run. Lamar, yep. if when he's healthy. I mean, he's when he's on, he's the one of the top QBs in yeah. the league, but he can also throw. Um, so I'm interested to see like how how well he can translate his game to the NFL. Because, like I yeah. said, you know, the league is a league where you need a a solid pocket passer. So besides his rushing ability, do y'all think he has the arm to get it done? Man's like, got a cannon, bro. Yeah, yeah. A, I mean, cannon. I'm not talking about arm strength. I mean, there's a lot of quarterbacks in the NFL that can throw at 50 yards. But I mean, like, I don't. Arm wasn't right. More like, is he mentally? Hey, read the defenses. Make the right throws. Yeah. See, stuff like that. I don't see that in the league. That's one of his struggles, though, is reading defenses. Like, yeah. he sucks at picking out outside coverage. And honestly, he's kind of a panicker. Yeah, he is. You get some pressure on him. A linebacker's not where they're supposed to be in his head. Yep. He's the yep. type of guy, he gets tunnel vision. Mm-hmm. And you watch his highlights at Liberty, even some of them at Auburn. Or yep. There's not much at Auburn. But you're sitting there watching him play, and it looks like he, before the snap, he comes up with this idea of the linebacker's going to be there, the safety's going to be shading down here. When they don't do it, mm-hmm. he starts panicking. But, I mean, when he panics, so that's where his scrambling ability comes into play. Yeah. So, yeah. All right, I hot take for you boys. I don't know what y'all think. Yeah. I don't think Malik Willis is a good scrambler. I think he's an athletic freak. Mm-hmm. But you see people like Lamar. Okay. You see people like Kyler and they have the vision to scramble. Mm-hmm. Like when they take off running, they know what they're doing. They, yeah. They're watching the rushers. They're like using their speed to their advantage. I think Malik is a monster and he has a ton of like God given ability. He's fast as crap. Yeah. But I don't think he actually knows how to use his feet to his advantage. I think yeah. in college, when he's playing at Liberty, like he can rush out of stuff. But I don't think with his like scrambling knowledge and IQ, I don't think it's going to work in the NFL. Mm-hmm. That's my biggest worry about Malik Willis. Yeah, yeah we'll see. Me, you go ahead. We'll see. Like that makes sense because Kyler and Lamar, they're good enough to sit in the pocket and read the defenses. They're good enough to make those uh, throws. Unlike Malik, when you watch his tape in college, sometimes it seems like he just. I mean, what were you just saying? He scrambles unnecessarily mm-hmm. before he even reads anything. Yeah, I mean, being a good scrambler isn't, oh, he's fast, he can avoid tackles. Being a good scrambler, I mean, like we've been saying, is using your feet to make plays. That That's what being a good scrambler is. And, I mean, I just don't see that with Malik yet. I mean, there's a lot of things that 
could come into play. I mean, at the end of the day, like we said earlier, with most of these quarterbacks, I think he needs to be behind someone that can teach him how to use his arm better. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I don't know. I think Malik can have a good future. Fantasy, he's amazing. He's a great asset. I mean, similar, we've compared him to Jalen Hurts. um, But he needs to learn how to make plays with his feet, not just with his feet. You get what I'm saying? Make plays with his feet when the pocket collapses. Yeah. When you under pressure, to. I just don't think he. I don't think he can get it done. I think like the thing is, we have gotten like, especially as a fantasy community, but honestly, just like scouting in general, we want the freaks. Like mm-hmm. we want the guys that are six five, two fifty, that run four fives, and then when we have these guys that are like big dudes, cannon arms, they can rush. Like we don't care about like what Trey was saying. The most important thing a quarterback can do is read a defense. Yep. And, like, we're going to talk about that later. Like, I think there are way – I mean, I think Malik – there are guys that are worse processors, but there are guys that are head and shoulders above Malik when it comes to, like, processing and, like, seeing a defense. And I think we can just get so enamored with these just athletic freaks mm-hmm. that we forget that at the end of the day, like, he's running an offense. Yeah. So, like you said, like, I think Malik has a massive ceiling. Mm-hmm. But also, like, if he hits the NFL and he realizes his feet can only take him so far – I think his floor is super low too. But the good thing is he's going to get draft capital. And so, like, I mean, even people like Baker, who just had a terrible season, like Baker will end up starting for a team again Mm -hmm. because he was the number one overall pick. I think Malik's going top five. And so he's going to get plenty of chances. Hopefully he'll get in a system where he can learn. And then we'll see. He he may have a bright future. But he's probably not my QB1. Sorry. Yeah. It's okay. (laughs) Who's next, Cam? Kenny Pickett. Little hand boy. Little, little hand boy. Yeah. That's one way to put it. <laughs> little hand boy. You know, when all that news came out about his hands being incredibly small for a quarterback, it's like, oh, it's not a big it's not that big of a deal. It's whatever. It's just his hand size. Then you go back and look. Mm. He had a lot of fumbles at Pitt. One percentile. It's bad. First percentile. And those little eight-year-olds with bigger hands, those little hands are going to have the football in them every play. And that was a college-size football, not yeah. NFL-size. Yeah, Jamar so Chase can tell you they are different sizes. Yeah, I couldn't. I mean, Jamar see the Chase white, figured it out. I couldn't <laughs> see the white stripes, so it made it hard to catch. And then <laughs> I don't know if Jamar was joking about that or not. Okay, I think he wasn't. To. No, I don't think he was because I've actually heard that argument before, not yeah. from an actual player, but just from like football. And in the general. ball looks so different in the air. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, yeah, I mean, you can see the white spinning. Yeah, but can you pick it? Can you pick it, man? Consensus number one for like two months, and then mm-hmm. all of a sudden, Malik flashed those sexy legs, and they were like, "Never mind." Pick it, got. Bump yeah. the curve. I mean, Pickett's also one of those guys that he can run a lot better than people think he can, too. Dude, they had I to mean, make a new rule because of him. <laughs> fake slide, man. That's crazy. Slides. That play was wild. Was that smooth. play was wild. Super yeah. dangerous, but it was sick. It's not banned in the NFL, is it? I doubt it. Not that He's going to get that Joe Burrow. Like he'll get popped one time, and I guarantee you, he won't be fake slide yeah. anymore. Yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, I I think Kenny Pickett's going to have to be in almost a, like a perfect situation. I mean, if there is one for I, – I don't think any of these quarterbacks can end up in a perfect situation. I mean, I don't think that necessarily exists, but I feel like Pickett's definitely going to rely on talent around him a little bit more than a couple of other guys on my list for me. But who knows? He might surprise me. I think it's a good point. Like, at the end of the day, draft capital means so much. Like, yeah. I, I mean, landing spot is huge with quarterbacks. But, like, once we see how the NFL values these guys, I feel like that's going to be massive with, like, what their fantasy impact and how we view them. I, I like Kenny Pickett. I think there is something to say about guys who have gone years with, like, mm-hmm. consistent talent. Versus these like one year wonder guys. I mean, you got like guys like Joe Burrow who just comes out of nowhere and has the best QB seasons ever. But Kenny Pickett, I don't know, man. Can he hold on to the football with those baby hands? <laughs> we will see. Big question. Jeez. I think he almost like he could be like Carson Wentz. And I don't think this is my like Kenny Pickett comp, but like I think he's going to have drives even in the NFL where he's going to look like the best QB, like top three, not two or three. But then the very next drive, you're going to think he should be on the practice squad. Like, mm-hmm. in the same way that Carson Wentz has always been. Like, that's what I see for Kenny Pickett. Like, I think I think this class has to be divided into guys with, like, that are ready for the NFL. I think there's two two quarterbacks that could are the most ready for the NFL, and I think Pickett is number two on that. And then you got guys with much higher, higher ceilings. And yeah. I think that's probably more like the Malik and one other that we'll get to. But I like Kenny Pickett. I just – I don't think he's actually going to be a successful starting quarterback. We'll see how it pans out. Matt Corral, not Matt Coral, Matt Corral. Well, he throws a lot of interceptions. You can't ignore that. That is an issue. I think he had one game. I don't remember exactly. I think it was against Arkansas, and I think it was two years ago, three years ago. He threw six interceptions. You just whether that was last year or the year before. He was a young boy, man. Give him some. Give him some credit. I don't, I don't think you can ignore that, though. Young buck. That's awful. Well, also I wrote something down about him. He's inaccurate when it comes to deep balls. Yeah, which is. Definitely going to be a problem in the NFL, but it was a problem in the situation at Ole Miss because Lane Kiffin, I mean, he loved to throw his deep balls, but yeah. he was inaccurate, dude. I feel like there's potential to say that a lot of his interceptions came because Ole Miss wanted to throw the ball 50 times a game. I think it might be true. Yeah. I mean, he's always had good receiver talent around him. Their run game has always been good. It's just the Ole Miss offense in general is just hard to stop. But he had some really bad games against some below-average defenses in the SEC, I think. But he also had games where he looked like a Heisman winner against – Elite defenses. Yeah. yeah. He was playing in the SEC. I mean, we can't – you can't really deny that when we're comparing yeah. somebody like Matt Corral to Kenny Pickett and Malik Willis. Like, that's a big difference. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you want to say, like, QB1, like, Matt Corral is probably my QB1 just because I think he's the most NFL-ready. Like – I think all these guys have things that they excel at, but I think Matt Corral is probably the most complete package. 
Um, I mean, like he can handle pressure. He's got the ability physically, and I think he's a good enough processor to actually enter the NFL. I'm not saying – I mean, I think like fantasy-wise, I think you could come in as a QB2. I don't think anybody in this class are really going to be QB1s off the jump, but I think he's probably the most complete package. And I think the biggest thing is, man, like more than most guys that we're going to talk about, Kiffin kind of like let him loose to run the offense. I mean, he was running the RPO, and so I think that might be why those deep balls – are going to give him a challenge, but NFL loves RPO. And so like you get him in the right position. I think, I think he could be good. Um, I think my biggest question with Matt Corral is he likes to be this like dual threat quote unquote. Mm-hmm. And I'm just not super sure if that's going to translate with his game. I mean, he's sitting at like six foot, six foot one, two ten. I've heard he yeah. might be more like one ninety five, And so mm-hmm. I don't know if he's going to like in college. I mean, he wants to run, lower that shoulder, like deliver the contact, but the NFL will break him if he Mm -hmm. tries to do that. And so I don't know. What do you guys think? You think he can actually be a dual threat NFL quarterback? I mean, depends on what you consider a dual threat NFL quarterback. Are we talking Lamar, Kyler? Are we talking like maybe a step below? 100% step below. So I mean, Corral's not about to juke people out of the pocket. What's your what's your NFL comp for Matt Corral? Mm. I, I, it's something I've given a little bit of thought, but not as much as I probably should have. If that makes sense, I mean, he could look. He, you know, very. I mean, very rarely have like a hundred yard game on the ground. But like, I, I don't know what quarterback I compare him to. Off the jump. Man, I think he honestly could be what Zach Wilson was, like, supposed to be. Okay. Like, I think they have similar games. Mm. Like, I think he can get it done on the ground. I think he's going to have to learn, like, Burrow. Like, you got to slide. You're not about to go deliver the contact on an NFL safety, much less Mm -hmm. linebacker. And so, I think, again, he's got a ton of room to grow. I don't think his ceiling is as high as a couple guys on this list, but I think Mm -hmm. he's the most ready right now. You put him behind an NFL offense, and I think he can run it. Yeah, I mean, I watched him play a lot in college, and I just – I've seen – it's just so hit or miss with him, but it hits a lot more than it misses against elite talent, as good as you can get in college. I'm a fan of the guy. I mean, obviously, you know, that injury in the bowl game, that's a concern, but I don't think it's that big of a deal. But I mean, yeah. it's it's definitely something to address. Yeah, and it w- it's going to be interesting to watch Matt because, like we were just talking about, the offense that he was in, he basically ran it like they let him loose. Breaking news: South Carolina women's basketball has just won the Natty baby. Let's <laughs> Beat go. The spread USC. That's what we like to see. Let's yep. go. <laughs> um, but you know, depending on what team he goes to. The the only the only type of Matt Corral we've seen is somebody who just you know freaking slings it. So it'd be interesting to see how his game changes in the NFL. Mm-hmm. I think it could be good. I think like Wood said, I think he's probably the most NFL ready. Um, but his ceiling is not as high as other people we've talked about and we'll talk, which about. we will talk about. We will very soon. What do you guys – I have a question. We talk about landing spots. If y'all are – I mean, like, we all have different QB1s. If you could cherry pick the offense, 
that you want these guys to go to? Where would your be? What would y'all's be like ideal landing spot be for this class? The whole class? I'll say we go player by player. So let's let's retreat to Malik. Say our landing spots. For me, I think when it's situational, I think Malik Willis could be good in Pittsburgh. That's who you're about to say, man. But I don't think that's where he's going to end up. Where do you think he's going to end up? Not Carolina. You think Detroit? I take – I'm going to say Falcons. Yeah. I was thinking Falcons. I was too. Let him sit behind somebody like Mariota, who low-key has a similar game. Very similar. It wouldn't surprise me. But, yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if he goes as high as number two to Detroit. No, wouldn't surprise me either. Not at all. The thing about the Steelers is, like, everybody says that they will, like, Mike Tomlin was at the senior ball, like, talking to him a bunch. But Pittsburgh has done this before where they, like, say they like a guy and then they take somebody else. And so I'm not convinced. They would have to make a massive trade out, too. Like, I I mean, I genuinely believe. I think think we're going to get three QBs in the top 15. Like, I, I believe that. And Pittsburgh so, has the 20, so yeah, they, they, have, they 20. definitely have to trade up. But, I mean, I'm just thinking about Malik with Najee, you know. I mean, I think it's a really good situation for him. Stacked wide receivers. I mean, yeah. genuinely, whatever you think about Chase Claypool, like Deontay Johnson. That's Deontay still Johnson than, is so underrated. That's still better than most of these QB. I mean, you put yeah. him in Atlanta or his best wide receiver. Is Ole Miss, Zacchaeus. <laughs> Cal Pitts. Think about Pittsburgh. It's like you got Najee, you got Claypool, you got Deontay Johnson, then Pat Firemuth, a young tight end that I'm pretty high on. Oh, it's that Pat, baby. So I'm just saying, I'm just saying, Malik to Pittsburgh is my ideal spot for him for sure. Yeah. Can you pick it? Where's he going to land? Well, not where's he going to land. What's your ideal spot for him? I mean, I'm low-key leaning towards Carolina. I I think that's – I'm thinking Carolina too. At number six. I think he fits in well there. I think it's going to be Corral or my boy in Carolina. But we haven't gotten to him yet. (laughs) We'll see. So where do you think Pickett's going to – what's his best fit? I don't know, man. It's hard to, like, narrow these guys down individually to fits. Um I, I think the Lions is low-key a good place to be. Like, Jared Goff is serviceable. Mm-hmm. He's never going to be a great quarterback, but, like, he's a guy that you can sit behind. Um, almost like the Jimmy G, Trey Lance situation. Like, I think yeah. if if a guy like Kenny Pickett, um, a guy like Desmond Ritter goes to the Lions, sits behind Goff, um, I love what the Lions are doing. Like, it's fun to watch. They're putting together a squad. You got Amon Ra. Uh, Swift, Hawkinson, now DJ Chark trying to revive his career. I think like the Lions are going is going to be a good spot where somebody can go, they can play two or three games, sit behind a quarterback with serviceable, and then eventually get a shot. I mean, golf, he's not he's not good, but he has done it. He's had seasons where he's been that dude, and I think he'd be a great guy to be be behind, like you said. Oh. We can't forget about golf and that – what was it, 2018, that Sunday night game against the Chiefs? That was probably one of the best offensive NFL games you'll ever watch. I mean, he can do it. Yeah, he's not with Sean McVay anymore, but 
like you said, I think he's a good quarterback to be behind for a few games. Mm. I like it. I like it. We better keep moving if we want to get yeah. these. Yeah. yeah. Who's next? Get these boys covered. All right. So somebody that honestly I don't think is talked about enough, <clears throat> Desmond Ritter. I, I don't hear a lot about him. Um, but I think all around, dude, Desmond Ritter is – Yeah. I think Desmond he's Ritter. A, yeah. He's my QB1 for sure. I think he's the best in this class. And like you said, I don't think he gets talked about enough. It's um, too much hate. Yeah. yeah. Um, but somebody's brought this up before in the past. I mean, he's maybe just athletic as Malik Willis. Mm-hmm. He has the ability to, to make plays with his feet. And I, I think know. his football IQ, I think he's smart with the football. I think he can read defense as well. Like Cam was just saying, I think he might be the most solid all the way around. And I think he might be <clears throat> NFL ready more than anybody else. Man, I was getting ready to hype up Desmond Ritter, but I don't know if I'm there with you, Trey. <laughs> I'm not I'm not gonna say he's, he's my QB one, bro. I'm not gonna say athletically where Malik is, but I feel like he might know how to use his athleticism more. Mm, that's good. That I, and he, he impressed me with his speed. I did not think he was about to run a 4.5. I like it. At 6'3", 215, like, that's no joke. I mean, that, yeah. that's good speed. But, dude, like, yeah. on Malik Willis during his pro day, when he uh, made that uh, deep ball throw, everybody praised him, and then Desmond Ritter did the same thing. And yeah. Oh, he gets no nobody attention. talked about it. Nobody talked about it. Ritter is very similar to where, like, you've got an athletic freak. But mm-hmm. I – man, y'all seen that meme where it's like – it was like Kyler and uh, DeAndre Hopkins or it was like, F it, he's down there somewhere. Like, that's what I think of when I see Desmond Ritter. Hey, Mahomes I don't said think, that too. I don't think he can read, an, uh, like, a defense. Like, I mean, I, I, I actually like Desmond Ritter. And I think if you get him in the right system, you let him learn, I think he can learn. Yeah. But, like, bro – that man just chunks it up. Like I don't. I think he's one of the slowest processors in the class for me. I think he holds on to the ball too long. I like him, um, and I like a lot of NFL teams apparently like him. They were saying he's kind of like the the marry your daughter type in the interviews, and so I hope he gets a shot. But <laughs> I mean, something that stands out for me with him, and a little bit more than some other guys, I'd say probably the next is Pickett. Is he's a fantastic leader. And his team, you know, Cincinnati, I mean, he led them to the playoffs. That's a big 100%. deal. 100%. Yeah. Everybody there loves him. All the fans love him. And he's apparently just a great guy. But, like, that's a much, like, much more important thing than people think, in my opinion. See, I would love the Saints to draft him. But the number 18 pick, I don't think he's going to be on the board. I think he could go as high as number nine to the Seahawks. Ooh. I think you go that high. I like that. I like that, Trey. I, I, that's a good take. I, I, I ain't going to hold you. Mm. No, I think it's a good fit. I like that a lot. I think mm-hmm. you can almost step into that Russ type role. All right. So, what about the guy we all been waiting to talk about? Bring that here. Bring that here, Cam. My guy. Tar Hill boy, Sam Howell. It's my guy. I don't know what else to say. That's, why, that's why, just, that why is he your guy? Here. Why is he your guy? Sorry. This is off my guy. <laughs> but uh, on the real, he's got the size. 6'1", 220. He's, he's not a little dude. Uh, 
He's got the size. There's some meat on his bones. We can go step by step on how. I'm not going to get way too into it yet before we kind of talk more about him. But, I mean, I think he can get it done. I think he's – I wouldn't say he has the highest ceiling. But I think he can step in and get it done before any of these other guys can, in my opinion. All right. I've been waiting for this. I think he does have the highest ceiling. I think Sam Howell – does have the highest ceiling. We talked about, you know what, you know what I think about with Sam Howell? I think of one Josh Allen. Yeah. Coming out of college. Yo. When we saw Josh Allen, we saw, hey man, there's this quarterback. <laughs> he runs like a running back. He's got a straight up missile launcher on mm-hmm. his right shoulder. Mm-hmm. But he can't read a defense. Like, or, or maybe he can read a defense, but he just can't. He he thinks that he can he can hit the hole e- even though he can't like mm-hmm. get an open receiver. And so, it, like Josh Allen, he got under a good QB coach. He took time. They said he'd never make it, and now we talk about Josh Allen as maybe like he's my fantasy QB one. Like he's a freak. Sam Howell, I think, has that ceiling. Josh Allen's ceiling. Bro, Sam, I, I mean, you can't say Josh Allen. See, I mean, he's not yeah. going to be Josh Allen. We can't chase Josh Allen. But, man, he gets so much hate, and I don't get it. We got to remember, last year, Josh Allen had – I mean, not Josh Allen. Sorry, getting a little ahead of myself. Sam Howell lost Javante Williams. Michael Carter. Michael Carter. Deami Brown. Chaz Surratt. And Daz Newsom. Yes. Okay? So, like – you're taking four massive college weapons. And then they're saying like, okay, like Sam Howell's going to have these massive expectations. And then he doesn't get it because he lost his four best weapons. Mm -hmm. But what did he do? He said, okay, I can run the football. Yep. I want you to guess. All right. Well, let's play a little uh, CTE trivia for you boys. All right. 2019, Sam Howell had 35 rushing yards. 2020, with all those guys, Sam Howell had 145 rushing yards. I want you boys to guess, how many rushing yards did Sam Howell have in 2021? I'm going to say around 700. All right. Trey? So, like, 500. 500. Cam? Uh, I'll I'll, I'll meet him in the middle. I'll go 600. All right. You ready? Sam Howell had 800 28 rushing yards Not at QB. That is 50 less than Malik Willis playing against ACC defenses, which is a lot better than what Malik Willis was playing against. 828 yards. And so that wasn't even a part of his game when we were saying he might be the 101. If we're, and so if he we're, said, fine, like, I'll do it. And you can go look at film, man. Like, he does not run like a QB. And so mm-hmm. I see someone like that and I say – I think he can read the defense. I don't think he has good decision-making. I think he is a great value, Josh Allen potential. But I think you get him in the right system, and I think he has the highest ceiling of any quarterback in this class. We're talking about a dude that had to put his team completely on his back last year. (laughs) Who capped? I mean, we saw how the ball game went against South Carolina. I mean, went really well for Gamecock fans, but that's off topic, sorry. But (laughs) – Got to sneak that in there. I had to sneak it in there. But I genuinely think Sam Howell, like what said, I think he can be the guy. He's my QB one in this class. I know none of y'all agree with me. But I think if he lands in the right spot, and it's really important here with all these guys, 
But if Howell lands in the right spot, who knows what he can do? Keep him in the state, baby. Keep him in the state. Give I him to Carolina. Let him sit behind Cam. Get Sam Darnold as far away from this state as we possibly can. But, I, man, yeah. I love Sam. Howell. I like how you said sit him behind Cam. That means we need to re-sign Cam for at least a year. They could have similar play styles. Seriously, I could. Really could. He's not going to have Cam rushing stats. No. 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 Yeah, again, like he's not Malik Willis, but he can rush the football. And unlike somebody like Matt Corral, Sam Howell has the meat on his bones to actually run like a Josh Allen type. And so – He got some husky to him. He's a little husky. We can't speak to his like – his Snapchat history. We can't speak to his Uh, like ethical like decency. I would love but the boy's a baller. Instagram. The boy wins football games, and he's going to win some NFL games. Mark my word. Yeah. I, I'm. He's my QB1. I'll die on that hill. When he ends up having the best of all these guys, we, you know what? Cam clipped this. No. But if you, I don't Me even know going to be this, laughing. All right. I'll be sitting here laughing, saying, I called that. I Sam Howell's my guy. All right. Pray what you think. Awfully quiet. Sam? I think he's like probably one of the most overrated quarterbacks in this class. Oh, <laughs> how? Dude. I'm on the opposite end of the spectrum. <laughs> Yo. And I've said, I've, okay, and it's not just because like all this, it's not ever since, you know, the draft started and all that. I've said it since, I mean, his freshman year at Carolina, at North Carolina. And I guess that some of that's out of spite for when he beat South Carolina in his first mm-hmm. game. <laughs> but the end of the uh, but, area. But, yeah, but granted, we did beat him in his last game. That's what matters. Yeah. You bring a good, good point, like, that he does he does rush a lot when he needs to. But he also took uh, 50 sacks in 2021. Mm-hmm. So, I don't, I don't know. I, I haven't watched, like, a lot of film on him. I don't know if that's from him trying to scramble or if that's just, like, he doesn't have great pocket awareness. Yeah. I don't know, but I just I'm just not sold on him, man. All of these raw. quarterbacks are a work in progress. Oh, yeah. He's raw. Yeah. And again, when you when you lose all your weapons, he had to adapt. And that's the biggest thing for me is he lost almost everybody. Now he's got a he's got a little sneaky stud at running back that we're gonna talk about maybe next week. But he uh he lost all his weapons and he did what he had to. And that's what and, I like to see is he's a winner. I mean, this can be a hot day too, and obviously I'm biased. Javante Williams is my guy, but he lost the best running back out of last year's class. It's hard to come back from that. Javante Williams is the best running back out of the 2021 class. I'll say it. Off topic, sorry. Act. Yeah. Give me all, all the right. running backs who used to play linebacker. I want them all. All right. Bring them here. We, we got, got two more, on. Cam. Yep. We got two more. Carson Strong. I don't know a whole lot about him, to be honest. I know a little bit. Not much. He's a big dude. Statue. Mm-hmm. Man's got cement feet. Six I think he had negative rushing yards last season. Oof. How many do you think? Trivia part two. How many? How many rushing yards? I was looking at his last six had? games, and they were all in the negatives, and pretty heavily in the negatives. Just throw some out. Career rushing yards. How many did he have? Negative we'll one twenty tops. Tops. Uh, I'm gonna go fifty. What was I'm that fifty? All right. I'm gonna go thirty nine. Negative. 
Y'all got to get y'all's numbers up, boys. Negative 208 rushing yards on his career. My man is a statue out there. Trey, this is your kind of guy. (laughs) What it sounds like. All right, but for real, okay? Trey has a good point. I think Carson Strong is the best processor in this class, and he doesn't jump because he doesn't run a 4-5. Like, yeah, he's 6'3", 230, and he's every bit of it, but he can't run. He can make some, like, twitchy movements in the pocket. He can throw some defenders off, but he can read a defense. He has been literally run at Nevada. I mean, he's at Nevada. Not many people have watched his film. And those but are like the kind the of guys that win Super Bowls. Run it. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, look at the two best quarterbacks of all time. Look one at the A and goat. one B. Peyton Manning and Tom Brady. All down the too. But you ever seen Peyton Manning run? Maybe one play his whole career. That Bro. little fake, fake against Dallas. He you don't want it. He can't run. And Carson Strong, like man, he's not going to be this. He's not going to get you rushing upside from a fantasy mm-hmm. perspective. Um, but I think. You let him sit. Man, he knows how to run an offense. I think he is the quickest processor in this class. I've heard people say he's the best. I think he could be better than Drew Locke, man. I mean, like, I've heard people say he's the best, like, true football quarterback in this class. Fantasy football aside, I don't know how much we love fantasy football. But I don't know, man. There's definitely some concerns. I don't know if you guys know. He, like, tore up his knee in high school. And apparently, like, it's kept coming back every year. It's probably and so, maybe. <laughs> um, and so, when you got a guy who already has injury concerns, like literally since he was 17 coming into the NFL, that's not really what you want. Um, I think people kind of oversold his arm. People were saying he's got like the biggest arm in the class. And then I think Malik Willett and Desmond Ritter kind of showed him up there. But I don't know, man. I like Carson Strong. I think yeah. you get him in the right system, he might actually have some upside. I like it. It's a hot take, but I like it. All right, we'll end on yeah. yeah, we'll end on Bailey Zappi. Dope last name. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's my guy. He's not my QB one, but I like him a lot. Brace said he's QB one. Clip this cam. Trey said Bailey Zappi. QB one. Super Bowl in three years. Hope he can. But we just talking about Carson Strong, how he's like a big pocket uh presence kind of guy. Pocket passer. Bailey Zappi, he's He's a small – he's a pocket passer, but he's small. He's six foot, a little over 200 pounds. So, that's not going to translate in the NFL really well. Um, but Western Kentucky – sorry, sorry. <laughs> Try to get it together, bro. This is really oh, – Y'all stop making faces at me. On now. <laughs> We're not making out. faces. Yeah, stop making – All right. Man, all right. Y'all going to post this one? Can I finish what I'm saying about Bailey? Yeah. I have some input too, but you finish your finish what you gotta say, bro. Sure, man. I, if you get him outside the pocket, he's not accurate with the ball at all. But I think he has he does a good job at stepping up into the pocket. Uh, I think he lacks NFL arm talent. Hmm. But I mean you can't deny what he did at Western Kentucky. He set he's records. got Joe Burrow numbers, man. I mean, better. Yeah. Western Kentucky. At Western The powerhouse, Kentucky. man. Bill but I think the biggest yeah. concern is like what I said. He's a pocket passer, but he's small to be a pocket passer. Yeah. I mean, me and Witt kind of talked about this a couple of days ago. I could see him being like a decently solid career backup. Yeah. Well, and that's, that's I think that's his thing. ceiling. 
Yeah, that's another thing. I don't know if he's ever going to get his shot. Hey, uh, lemon lime is the best Gatorade. Fact. It's not even close. Thank you. It's good take, Cam. No, I mean, like, I think Zappy's fine. Like, that's my reaction. I think he's fine. I think it depends on his landing spot. I I looked up some tape when y'all put him in the notes just because I hadn't seen much Zappy, but I I mean it seems like he's accurate. He seems like he's got a good arm. I I don't see anyone saying, like, all right, this year we're turning our offense over to Bailey Zappy. Yeah. I oh, think yeah. you get him in the right spot. His QB tears an ACL. I think he might be able to come in, be serviceable for a year. But and win MVP. Kurt Warner? I mean, I'm just saying. I just Maybe. want him to get a shot. I just want to see what he can do, man. Don't knock it till you try it. That's right. Never He's know, gonna, man. Hey, Look, Tom Brady was taken in the fifth round. So. Here's what's going to happen. The Jaguars are going to trade Trevor Lawrence for probably like a third-round pick. Who cares? And Bailey Zappi is number one overall, guys. Facts. Clip it, Cam. Oh, we uh, saw your entree. So man. many clips tonight. Oh, my God. CTE QB1. You know, that was actually that. a CTE take. That that take was due to my many concussions. That was say, legitimately yeah. a CTE Me take. Me and Saul both have. Have you, ever, have you boys ever had a concussion? Yeah. Have you been down that road? Trey? Yeah. Concussion? Yeah. Oh, we are CTE boys. We are really CTE like boys. We, we are all CTE. Raise your I'm hand surprised. if you had more than one. Amen. Nobody I, can see us. I only had one. Okay, me Three, three baby. What's our number? What's our count, boys? Dang. Our, uh, Wit's got Luke Keekley numbers. What's our concussion Amen, body brother. Count? That's why I'm playing football. Yeah. Hey, guys. Well, <laughs> I only had one really bad one, though. only had one bad one. Saw your... Uh... <laughs> uh Sawyer sneezes too hard. His brain. I think it's just a brain, bro. It's Sawyer, if you had six concussions, this podcast just got a whole lot deeper. Dude, that's why we call it CTE. It's because Sawyer came up with it. Yeah. I'm surprised Sawyer's not out here saying stuff like Jack Combs is number one. Mm. You know, I think Brees Hall is my QB one. Give him the rock, bro. He'll do it. Brees Hall. Brees Hall will do whatever the F he wants. Speaking of Brees Hall, what are we talking about next week, boys? Running backs. Running backs? backs. Not sure there's going to be a running back in the first round, though. There will be. There will be. I think it's possible. If anybody picks it, it's going to be Buffalo Bills with Bruce Hall. And give me that. Yes. Give me that. Also very good. Bro, I can't wait to talk about running backs, man. That's next week, though. That's probably what I know the least about. Three main offenses. Oh, man. I'm a receiver guy. I love me some RB. See, I'm a simp for receivers. You can see that on my fantasy team. All right. I'm a receiver sent. Bet. Bet. Since y'all know what we're talking about next week, we hope to see y'all next week. Tune in. Tune in. And that is all we have time for today. So appreciate you for tuning in. See you guys.